Hi guys, welcome back to Life Sucks Let's Cope, a podcast where we talk about how shitty life can be and the things that will make it a little less shitty. My name is Abby Savansky and with me is my beautiful sister. Say hi. Hi. Felt <laughs> like she's re- um, rehearsed that one. Um, you want to do a little introduction of who you are? Yeah, so I'm Abby's sister. You have a name. Bella. <laughs> um, I'm a sophomore in high school. I'm 16 years old. Um, um, so I have Bella on the podcast because I feel like I have a lot of, you know, kids my age. Um, and I think, you know, having someone you know, a little younger, have the young kids on here might be good. And I haven't been in high school in a grip. So, um, you're not missing out. Yeah, I know. Um, fully aware I'm not missing out. I don't fucking miss that shit. Um, so how has your experience been in high school? Don't talk about being in private school, just you being in high school. Like, how did, what was the transition between middle school and high school? Um, it was definitely different. Um, I got babied less. Um, and I don't know. It's different. It's hard, especially because I do struggle with not more academically, not socially. It's perfectly fine socially, but definitely academically. I am on an IEP, which for, if you don't know what that is, it's basically, <laughs> stop laughing at me. It's just like, how to explain it? Like a, a system where for kids who need help more. Yeah, so do you want to explain to the viewers what you have? it sounds bad but I promise it's not as bad as it sounds but it's basically EFD which is executive functioning disorder (laughs) I promise (laughs) I promise I'm not that stupid I can be sometimes stop making faces I'm not that stupid there are some things that I don't excel in but that's okay and I don't think straight sometimes like reading a sentence I might have to read it over a few times because it doesn't make sense. Like it could be the simplest sentence. And I'm like, no, it didn't go through my head. I don't have to read that a few more times, especially math. We're not going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Are you an IP uh, bishop? Well, see, they don't accept IP. So I have to act like I'm smart. Oh. Yeah. I'll get into detail of that if I can, but. Yeah. Um, so. I, Bella and I went to the same middle school, but I went to a different high school. I went to the public high school that was provided in my town. Bella had the luxury of going to private school. So oh yeah, first, what's the difference between a public and a private, like noticeable differences? I don't notice a difference between the kids. Like everyone's like, it's the same grades, obviously. Obviously, that was really stupid. <laughs> okay, if you know <laughs> You know what I mean? Like every kid acts the same, like freshmen, fucking annoying, sophomores, immature, juniors act like they run the place, seniors, I think they just want to leave high school. Um, but it's the same thing. I, I mean, it's not really any different except for the fact that you can't really mess around as much. You have to like act like you're someone else basically, which yeah. kind of sucks. Like for me, I have to act like I don't need help with some things, but then that's why I struggle so much because I don't have the resources I had back in public school because public school does require an IEP, yeah. but at FIAN, 
Oh, I probably should have outed them out like that. Sorry, said Bishop, you're fine. Sorry, Tim Sullivan. Um, but <laughs> but at Fian, I have to act like I'm the smart kid that doesn't need help and I can excel in whatever I do. Do you do anything like do you go see tutors? You don't do something other than that to try to get as many resources as possible? Yeah. So there is a teacher down in the learning commons, which is for the the kids who need help. <laughs> The IEP kids, the lucky ones. So basically, she just helps you organize. The downside to that one is once you're a junior, you can't really see her anymore. Because, you need to get your shit together by your junior year. Yeah, so, you know, that's why I started getting my shit together now. So I'm not like, well, shit, I probably should have done this last year. So I still do and see her, but I don't. I remember freshman year, I'd be like, I'd go down there every study period. But that's just because I was failing every single one of my classes, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, literally, I, I did see her every day, though, freshman year. Um, this year, I only see her. We brought it down to two days of the week, only two days. Wednesday and Friday, every X period, my study period, I go and see her. And honestly, we don't talk about things that I need help with because I do go and see my teachers already. I just go down there for shits and gigs because I don't like being in my study class. How was it transitioning? Like, obviously you had a strong, relatively strong friend group mm-hmm. at um, Easton Middle School. Shout out, uh, what's his name? Carol. Oh, Luke Carroll. Shout out Luke Carroll. Um, Miss you, baby G. Mrs. Siliberto. Um, obviously, you had a relatively strong friend group in middle school, mm-hmm. and like going to a new school, like how was that transition? Um, I mean, it's hard because when I did go into freshman year, I was still it was the beginning of the year. I was still hanging out with my Eastern friends because I refused to be like, yeah, I'm not making any friends here. Like, I, honestly, to say like I was. My friend Kate, shout out Kate McGoughlin, <laughs> she had to drag me out during passing period because remember, keep in mind that was during a pandemic. So we did get 15 minutes in between classes. 15? Yeah. Foul. And we got 10 minutes in the beginning of this year, but not the point. Okay. So she had to drag me out during passing period to talk to people because my anxiety was out of this world like I just was like and I at the time I was so like how do I put this I was so sad <laughs> so sad All right, I promise I'm not laughing at Bella's struggles it's just the way she <laughs> says shit I don't want to see say depressed because I'm not gonna self-diagnose myself I did watch your own podcast on that one <laughs> <laughs> I'm not self-diagnosing myself but I was a very sad person and I just genuinely hated my life so, but being with my Easton friends from like back at home, I was like, hmm, they make me happy, but why am I not getting this at Fian? Like, what, like, what am I doing wrong? Well, there were a lot of things that I was doing wrong. Glad you have answers to those. Yeah, I got the answers. I wasn't being social, and that was my fault. Um, but I did end up making friends, and I do have a lot of friends now. <laughs> Um, thankfully I'm not like a loner. What helped you get friends? Like what, 
how did you acquire your um, amigos? My, um, well, I didn't really do much. I think it was just in the time of going to class, making friends in class, and then walking with them to a different class obviously made us closer. But at the same time, like, this sounds so bad. Being friends with Kate, she was kind of like forced to drag me around because like we're like basically sisters. So it's like she was forced to drag me around to places. But at one point, like I started like weaving my way out of that and like actually making friends myself. And I did. Did the volleyball team help? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. And you do club and like high school. Are a lot of the club clubs a trigger warning? Well, in terms of friends, like, are a lot of the girls on the FIAN team, like, on the club team, go to FIAN? Yeah. So there's four of us that, I don't know, I lied. Like, five of us. Um, Sorry. So, I'm going to, well, now you do have, like, a relatively strong group of friends at FIAN. Has that made you distant to your friends back at, back in Easton? Yeah. How does that make you feel? (laughs) I mean, this is also a really tough topic to talk about. It's sad because I know their whole life story and they also know mine. So it's also scary in a way, like, oh, they could give out like my fucking social security for all I know. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, no, but like in reality, like it's sad because of all the memories we've had, like going to concerts, literally just hanging out on the weekends. Like I miss that because it brings me a time of peace because that's when I could actually be a kid. Like now I can't be one. Like I actually have to grow up now. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, the best thing I can say is like, you're most likely going to be friends with only two people once you get to college. And like, that's the reality of it. Like when you transition throughout high school, you will lose friends and gain friends which Mm -hmm. sucks but you know you have your you have Maddie I pray it's not Maddie or uh yeah I pray it's not Maddie me and Kate we're gonna always be friends because we're like kind of forced to but that's the thing with the Easton friend group someone that we know hangs out with their mom so it's like yeah that was real sad our mother hangs out with a bunch of the moms and so it's like if I didn't want to be friends with them anymore, which isn't true, I've just distanced myself, which has caused a lot of like them questioning, like, why though? Yeah. And I'm really only still close. Like I'm still close with them, but like I only hang out with one of them, maybe two. And it's sad because the moms hang out more than us, but they're also like 40 year old moms who play pickleball. Like they have no life. (laughs) And drink like they have no life. <laughs> they're they're material girls like they are, and they go away on girls trips. So it's like they ask like because it was like two or three of us of the moms and the like few girls we'd go on a girls trip yeah. with the moms and the girls, but we no longer do that. It's just the moms and the girls would question me. I'm just like, I don't know. Ask your mom. Like I don't have an answer. Um, was it hard? Like, cause obviously kids, kids, your age post a shit ton on like social media, especially like private stories. Like 
did they post a lot and did that make you upset seeing like how much fun they were having without you especially because they go to public school there's obviously parties every every weekend like it's away like are we surprised no. no we're not but I see I see what they're doing every weekend and I like think to myself I'm like well if I was still there I'd be there yeah. but no I'm I'm a holy girl now like I have to be holy I'm forced to be <laughs> I'm at a Catholic school like I have to be like god this god that oh confirmation next weekend oh is your this- confirmation actually next weekend no it's May 1st but please be there I will try um has there been any benefits of switching to private from public I really want to say no, but like, I'm probably going to come up with something. What? I mean, if I had to like deep, deep, think deep down. If I didn't think about it, like, no, there's no like benefits to this, but like there also is because I've made more friends. Yeah. Mm, uh, I don't Do you think-, think Bishop has made you more adulty and a little more mature. like do you would you say that you're more mature than your friends back at in East End I can promise you they aren't listening to this yeah I some of them not all of them like some of them mature and I think you know who that is and some are not mature and I think you know who that is yeah um segue into social media like obviously social media like I know when I was your age Okay, I know when I was your age, what, how old are you, 16? Yeah. Like, I mean, kids were using social media, but y'all, like, 16-year-olds nowadays actually look 18. Yeah, I will say that they do. Um, And I feel like kids definitely care more about posting and all that. Like, has, you know, things like Instagram affected your mental health? I wouldn't say social media affected my mental health, but it makes me look at myself in a different way. Like, I know uh, my ex, shout out to you, his friends did harass me and my friends for a while. I beg to God that they don't watch this because I know I'll get like harassed some more, but they don't do it anymore. But, you know, they would... They're 16-year-old boys. They're going to... Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But they did, like, you know, harass us. And, like, they did not like me or my friends. So it was hard to... It was hard to be nice to them. So, you know, they would say, like, very rude comments to us. That I will not be repeating. But... And so when we... They would take things that we were insecure about... And, make jokes and just it. make jokes about it. So, like, whenever me and my friends were about to post a picture, no, we hesitated. Because yeah. we're like, I don't need them screenshotting that. Yeah, that's, like, the word, like, when you put something out, anyone can see it, and anyone can, like, like make fun of it. Oh, yeah, they'll, like, pick at you. So like, it's awful. Are you still hesitant to post because of that? No, and I'm not going to be cocky, but, like, I know I'm not fat. That's that's one of the things I said. Thanks, guys. Love love you, Severian. You guys are so sweet. They called you fat. Yeah, but that's because they didn't want to be wanted me to be with Matt anymore. Yeah. In fa- in fact, like I've no like 
for a fact they've all called me hot before so yeah okay I'm gonna stop now but not gonna be cocky but I know I'm not fat like I, I don't look at myself on the daily and be like oh you're fat yeah. well actually sometimes it's after I eat I'll just like look in the mirror and put out my stomach I'm like mm, I look pregnant like it's like oh my lord no but like it's not like I look at myself and like and it's not like it affected me either really like because that stuff doesn't really get to me unless it's another girl saying it to me I feel like it's more girls if they ever called me fat it's like shit but if it's another boy especially from private schools it it doesn't matter they're just trying to get to you do you think because in like private school you obviously have to wear a school uniform there's less judgment between girls or yeah but you don't wear makeup she looks a bit tired today you don't brush your hair that's just speaking from personal experience oh she definitely didn't shower here's the thing I don't care what I look like at school if I look like I didn't sleep for six hours because I didn't sleep if I didn't put on makeup, it's because I give myself 10 minutes to get ready in the morning because that's my motivation to get up and actually get ready. Yeah. And I do that every single morning and it has been working. Did you care more middle school? Oh yeah, because I was going through so many changes. Like I was developing in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I was developing, I was really ugly actually I'm just gonna put that out there forget like the I'm not gonna pick things out but I think I genuinely think obviously I grew up but I was really ugly like I was brunette my, well, what is wrong with brunettes nothing's wrong with brunette I love you guys I brunettes are very pretty but you know it, it's just me I don't look good being a brunette you know yeah okay but it, back to that I was just really I was developing I was breaking out and I think middle school boys are really judgmental, but none of them can talk because they all looked like little rats from the sewers. Um, yeah, I think middle school is such an awkward phase because, yeah, you are like, I mean, I didn't have the luxury of having the glow up that Bella had. Like Bella <laughs> literally went from age third, like she went from looking like a two-year-old to looking like an 18-year-old in the course of like three years. I was like, yeah, no, that's that that <laughs> definitely didn't take me until I was a freshman in college. No, no, it's fine. Like I won't cry myself to say this. Um, but it it is such an awkward time. And like I just remember in middle school, like there were so many like judgy ass people. Oh. No, middle school session. I just remember middle school. Like I remember, I got this haircut, and I will say that <laughs> it was a bad haircut. But we can move past that. But like I remember, like the bob. Was it the yeah? Bob? And oh. Highlights. Oh, babes. babes. No, it was bad. But like I remember, like, money pieces. Like, oh my god, girls. Like I was like quote unquote friends with. Like made fun of me for it. Like some girl I was friends with at the time was like, "You look bad. Like you're ugly." And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Like, that's so out of pocket I'm sorry <laughs> no middle school girls are actually ruthless They're, yeah but it gets worse as you get older like I know some of the juniors like love judging like the sophomores and the freshmen like I don't really care about the freshmen it's more like the sophomores it's like you're around them and because here's the thing like 
I know some of the like junior boys and senior boys will like prey on like the younger the like sophomores and freshmen if you yeah. if you've been there and those girls will like be so quick to be like ew yeah like they just like love coming at them for some reason but yeah there it just gets I mean I, I feel like it gets better actually as you get older because people mature but like middle school girls they're so mean and for what like what did I do to you no it's I think deep down everyone just like does not like a part of themselves and they're just projecting in the ends and the people that still judge you when you're in high school they're they're no one and like in college if you're still like judging people like that grow up because yeah like it's it's not good for the soul like positive vibes and if you are if you feel like you're getting judged I can promise you if they are judging who cares or literally no one's no one cares yeah like you just have to get in that mindset of like no one gives two shits what you're wearing and if they are they're irrelevant exactly facts though per her i probably should have asked this when you talked about it but like how has your anxiety affected you in school and in like your daily life well so um freshman year no let's just say it it really wasn't bad. Again, I was just a sad, sad person and I didn't eat. Yeah. Like it was just, it wasn't even bad. I was just like a numb person. Now, sophomore year, it's getting to the time I'm in a phase where I'm like, I can still be a kid, but at the same time, I actually have to start thinking about my future. Like I've like, I'm in that phase where I have to start thinking about my life, but also I can still be a kid and like fuck around. But on the other hand, my anxiety has gone worse this year. Backstory, I am on meds now. Took long enough for someone to say yes to it. But yeah, I got a meds. And to be honest, like, yeah, I still get nervous, but like, they just made me numb. Like, they took away my emotions. So it's like, but that's not like that doesn't really that hasn't changed anything. Like I think I had no emotion before. Jesus, but I, I remember her texting me literally being like, I can't be in school. I can't. And like that's how I was. Like I could not function like middle school and like beginning of high school. Like I could not function without like wanting to like cry and have an anxiety attack. Exactly. Like, can I tell a story? It's yeah, you not can long. Tell us. Oh, we got so I was in theology. And if you don't know what theology is, oh my lord, it's the study of Jesus. And I was presenting, and me and this kid had nothing done. And I've been stressing about this project for like three weeks. Did I get to it? No, because I've been stressing about it. And I was up presenting, and I was sweating. Like my life depended on this project. Like I, I was sweating. I was on the verge of crying. Like. I couldn't read off the slides. I felt like everyone was judging me and I was like shaking like, and I dropped my iPad. I was choking on like my own air and my own spit and I almost threw up everywhere. Like it was like really tragic, but like, I'm also a Pisces. So I like to make everything in my life a tragedy. Oh my Lord. <laughs> so Pisces so yeah, uh, yeah, that wasn't like my brightest moment, but like after that, like, that was my last straw. Like, I was like, I need to be able to present without, like, acting like the world's gonna, like, end. 
Yeah, I could not present before. I would literally shake, cry, and now I'm in the mindset of like, I can guarantee no student is paying attention to you. No one cares because I didn't pay attention during anyone else's presentation. Yeah. So no one's paying attention to mine. But it came along with the panic attacks. Like dead ass thought I was tripping on acid walking through hallways when I was having a panic attack. Like everything looked and sounded so far away. And I thought I was going to like just pass out. Yeah. But once I started having panic attacks, that's when I like, you know, went up to my guidance counselor. Like before I got on meds, I was in and out of my guidance counselor, like every period. And I would just miss periods to go sit with my guidance counselor. Cause I'm like, I can't sit in class. I'm not focused. Yeah. And I want to like cry. And I'd like just be sitting there shaking and there's nothing she could do about it. And I knew if I got sent home, it would actually be the end of the world if I got sent home. I I spent my fair share of time in my guidance counselor's office because I I could not I could not do school, um, and I guess therapy and for me therapy and meds helps. Have you been thinking about going back to therapy? I mean, uh, like I haven't thought about it because I have a lot going on up here. So it's I mean it's been a thought, but it's in the back of my mind. But at the same time, like. I don't think I could go up to father and mother and say, hey, like, I need therapy. Because here's the thing. I'm not going to slander them, but they're just so old-fashioned. Like, they're like, yeah, it's not real. Like, you're fine. Like, some parents, I think, think because they give you everything you want, like, mom and dad do like they give you this they give you that they think that like my kids are perfectly fine but they don't see what goes on in our social lives yeah what goes on behind the scenes what goes on behind the scenes basically they only see our happy sides because we have to act happy yeah I'm not saying like I'm not happy with my life like I love my life sometimes um (laughs) I, I like my life. I'm not going to say like it's the worst thing because there are people going through way more like people in Ukraine, obviously, like they have it bad. Like I see sometimes I feel like my feelings are invalid because I can't be like, oh, my life's not that bad. Like, look at the people in Ukraine, like just like but there are people who struggle with things like mental health issues and don't want to show their feelings because people are going to think they're weak, like like I feel weak sometimes like I'm like okay I just need to like put on a fake smile and like I'll be fine do you feel like you have to be strong in front of like your coaches like in terms of like yeah would you like to go into more detail about that oh yeah I'm like so down for this I'm ready to slander not slander love you Heidi love you Terry here's the thing I love my coaches like I can trust them with like my whole life like my freshman year coach revival she was young in college. So she was like a, she wasn't even like a coach to us. She was like a big sister because she's your age. She was your age when she was coaching us, but she's not coaching because of college, but she was like an older sister to us. So like when I was struggling freshman year, she, I also went to her. Like, I remember I just broke down to her during practice. Cause I was like, I don't know what I was doing, but I was just so sad. So I just cried. Yep. Um, so, but I think I do have to be strong in some aspects because it's like nowadays if you show like you're upset like you're going to be known as weak but 
that's the mindset I have, but like, they also like my coaches like promote, like take care of yourself. Like mental health comes first, but they don't like show that. Yeah. The different like actions speak louder than words. In the end. Like they say it, but like, and I'm sure, like, I know for like 100%, if I came to them and said, Hey, I'm really struggling mentally right now. I'm not, I need a trusted adult they would 100% be there. I mean, didn't you literally just text your volleyball coach and be like, LOL, I'm quitting. Okay, so that was my club coach. I, there's my high school coaches, which I love to death. I know they have my back. Club coaches, you don't really know them that well because you're you're either just meeting them or if you know them from your past, but you're not comfortable with them. Like my coach, like my head coach just left to go coach the D2 team in Indianapolis. So I miss you, Kyle. Please come back. Please. I miss him because he was, like, made sure we were okay. We had fun at practice, and if we got better, whatever. Now, like, head coach is, like, your playing time depends if you're at practice. Like, that's not how it was before. He just made so many changes, and then – my assistant coach, she's just like, what do I say? She's a bitch without saying she's a bitch. She's different. She's <laughs> difficult. She's very difficult and she can just be so crabby sometimes. So it's like hard to like talk to her basically. Yeah. But I did quit club because I was very unmotivated to go. Cause again, I'm a very sad person again. So I was just so unmotivated to go, but like my excuse was, oh, like I never have rides there. My parents work. But bottom line is I did quit club because I think I did lose the love for volleyball after I got injured. Yeah. Um, yeah, I dislocated my knee. Laugh, funny. funny. Yeah, I did dislocate my knee and Again, with the coaches, like, after I got hurt, I felt like I just wasn't, like... Getting the support you needed. Yeah, like, I was felt like I wasn't even part of the team. But once, like, it was only convenient for them. Like, but it's not like I talked to them about that. But once I could start playing, I got my position back. But it was also just tough watching the girl who took my spot, who was also a freshman, not to mention she's a freshman... She didn't care. She got put on probation because at my school, like for volleyball, they take the phones very like our our phones very seriously. Like we're not allowed to use them on the bus before and after games. Obviously not at practice, which I understand, but they find you texting your mom on the bus. You don't play the next game. Like it's they take it so seriously there, but I understand why because they want us to go somewhere. Like, they see us going somewhere, though, yeah. so they push us. Yeah, my swim coach in high school, she was definitely a hard ass, but honestly, I respect her for it because I feel like coaches would take different approaches. Like, cheerleading? They were just bitches. It wasn't, like, productive criticism. It was just, like, we're going to criticize you, and that's it. No, but at the same time, you're an all-star cheerleader. Where are you taking that in college? Like, where? Navarro cheer? Like, exciting but like like respect to them like I'm sure they do well but like with actual like actual sports like they like I love my coaches and I love that they push us because because they have like 
oh, this is such like a Jesus word. They have faith in us and they see like, and they've said to us, like, they see you, like, they've said to me, they've said to like other girls, like, we see you going somewhere and we want you to go somewhere. But same time, I don't want to play. I mean, like, if I got an offer to play college and volleyball, like D3, maybe D2. All right. I, I take that offer. Like someone did email my parents and ask like if they want to help me get into like college volleyball. Like, yeah. And so I said, but I turned it down because I was hurt at the time. And I just looked at everything so differently. I'm like, I'm not going to get better in time. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I shouldn't have done that because that's really my only hope for, um, I'm not gonna talk about it um do you have anyone in your life that you feel like you could go and talk to if you are struggling yeah I'm looking right at her (laughs) (laughs) yeah you why do you feel like you could talk to me because you're very mentally ill okay no (laughs) that's foul no because you're still young you've been in my position I mean, I'm, I may not be as mentally ill as you are. Like, I'm not put on, like, 50 things of meds. <laughs> and uh, I don't go to therapy, and I haven't been in therapy for five-plus years, but... <laughs> the slander in this room, I'm not loving the vibe. It's only been five years. It's actually five years and two weeks. All right, five years and two weeks. Sorry, my bad. But, like, in reality, like, you've been in my position. Like, you know what it's like. It's like... I feel like I can also talk to dad, but at the same time, like he doesn't understand, but I feel like I can talk to him yeah. if that makes sense. And like when it, in terms of your friends, do you feel like you can talk to them? Oh yeah. So like, I, I think having a broad range of people like your age, older, maybe young. I mean, I wouldn't go to someone younger, but like. Ayo, Max, can I talk yo. to you? <laughs> Max is our brother. Um, I think having a broad range of people that you can go and talk to is like huge, especially if you don't go to therapy. Yeah. Like, I just don't seem like, I just don't think I'm like that, like in need of therapy. Like, actually you could probably say different, but like, I just don't think I'm not like in need of therapy. I mean, if it gets to that point, yes. But like, I just don't feel comfortable talking to a random and being like, yeah, so basically this, this, and that, like, I just don't feel con- like I'd rather just write it down myself. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a hard transition. Like I was so reluctant at first it's and like, yeah, therapy isn't for everyone, but I definitely think everyone should like give it a try in the end. And like, I wouldn't get it to the point where you need it per se. Like if, you, if you're struggling now, just try it out. It's going to be difficult at first. Um, because obviously like opening up to someone, if you're not a very open book. Yeah. Um, it's hard but once you f- say that first thing it all comes out after that I feel like it'd just be me crying like every time yeah that was the beginning of therapy for me I just cried a lot and I still cry now but a lot of the times I'm able to pull yourself together yeah um do you have any last minute advice for kids your age or just in general mm, I would just say like this is like kids like younger than me. Like if Max ever decides to like listen to this, which I know he won't because he doesn't care about us, but like like Max's age, like I know he's coming to Fian. So I would hate to see him go through like what I go through. Yeah. So like 
but he also he's also a boy and he doesn't care about anyone but like besides the point like I would just say like if you find yourself like turning into someone you don't know or you're struggling like get help or talk to someone because freshman year I was too late and I was like on the verge of like going bye-bye like I was like on the verge so like get help before it's too late if you're struggling yeah I think you know middle school and high school are such awkward times that you're finding yourself and if you're forcing yourself to be someone you know deep down isn't you like you're ruining yourself you're not doing yourself a favor and it's not worth forcing yourself to be someone you're not like you're gonna find your people eventually and I could promise you it most likely not be in high school snaps to that Jesus Christ you like I didn't find like my people until I got to college like I have like what 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 was that phase yeah no I didn't find my people until I like came to school and like I saw I talked to two people I went to high school with and I've been friends with both of them for seven plus years what Um, are their names Anthony and Brett slays do they listen to this probably not call them out everyone go dm at karaji and (laughs) at bretzel on instagram bretzel i think that's his instagram bretzel pretzel anyways um yeah so thank you for being on the show anytime i'll do it again oh my lord um Next week, I'm having a fellow bride student come on. Um, John, I'm so sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. Cola Tony? I don't know. Sorry if I pronounced your name, uh, last Her, name wrong. John. But he will, he's coming on the show next week. I'm actually extremely excited for the next couple guests um, because I'm having a mental health advocate on here. And if you ever taken a political science course, most likely you've had Professor Holtzman. He's going to be on here um yeah there's only gonna be like four or five episodes left before like the semester ends and I'm gonna call that season one and then I'll start back up at um um by next semester um but obviously if you weren't able to come on here now like next semester is more than okay Bella please stop doing ASMR to the mic (laughs) BBL actually foul. Thank you again. Thank you for listening and I will see you next Thursday. Thank you. Bye.